0: Okay, today's topic is about secret animosity. Now, my thing is, you don't have to like somebody at all. And that's totally cool. You know, you don't like somebody, you don't with to like them. Like them. <clears throat> Excuse me. You could just stay away from them, not talk to them, not reach out to them, not even mention them to anybody or even to yourself. But in today's society, people will have secret animosity. Like people will hate you or not like you, on the low. Basically, you know they'll keep it to themselves. They don't like you on the low. And you know I don't really care about that. Like you don't you don't like me and you kept keeping that. You know you despise me and you despise me on the low. Okay, cool. But my my issue is that when people despise you on the low and then they'll smile in your face and try to like call themselves acting like they want to talk to you this and that and that and they know deep down inside they don't even like you and then I'm like okay fine I'll tolerate that but what make it real worse is when people will despise you on the low and then try to mess with you because they don't like you like mess with your money, or, you know, at work, messing with, you know, messing up your workflow, or, you know, you know, just doing little petty stuff, like, oh, they, like, for example, like, or mess with your kids, you know, like, I get that, there's some people that I know, they don't like me, they despise me, I can see it, I can tell, and they literally will try to do things, like, towards my kids, I'm like, no, that's a rap. No, don't, don't ever try me like that. That's no. And then, to make it even more worse, is they some people don't know where to stop. They don't know what to limit is. They they despise you on the low. They don't like you on the low. Not only do they try to mess with your money or your work or your kids, they'll just do like they'll take it way too far. Like they will basically try to destroy any and everything that is for you or come from you or just anything like just doing little petty things and it's like at what point do you get to a point where you like okay you know what back the fuck off you know what i mean like it's that stuff is so unnecessary you don't gotta like me that's cool i like me god like me that's why he made me but what you're not gonna do is you're not gonna start trying to take your your despise for me out on me and my things on me and my kids you feel me like that's that's a no like that's where i draw the line in the sand and i'm like hell no stay all the way back stay all the way on the other side of the fence Cause I refuse to allow you to come in and ruin what I got going on, ruin, you know, my kids. Like no, you're not finna, uh, uh-uh, uh, you know. And that's the biggest problem that I have—a secret animosity. <clears throat> I really don't care much about it. I really don't care for like person secretly hate me, secretly despise me, cold. sure. and look, when I when I peep it, I'm like, I right, bet. I won't mess with you, I won't talk to you, I won't hang with you, but people don't know how to keep it to just themselves, like people will secretly hate you so deeply to the point where they want to see everything go against you, everything not work out for you, they want to ruin whatever you got going on, that's why I don't even speak on a lot of what I got going on, I don't tell nobody, God bless me, I don't tell nobody about my blessings, I don't tell nobody how about how I'm moving Mm-mm. because you tell people and then they make it, they mission, Oh, I got to mess this up. Oh, I got to ruin this. Oh, I got to see to it that, you know, this, she don't get this or she can't do that or her day go miserable. But you know, just crazy. You just like, look at it and it's like, dang, you really ain't got much else to do with your time. You really don't got much else to do with your life. You hate me so deeply that now it has become your life mission to just trying to mess up everything for me, everything that's going for me? You can't mess up what God has going for another person, period. All you're doing is wasting your time and your energy. You could be doing something productive, but you know what? Do they choose to do that? No. Instead, they choose to make it a life mission to just... I'm going to hate this person to the day I die. And I'm going to make sure that as I'm alive, I'm going to make life on earth live in hell for them. And that's where you got to draw the line in the sand and say, no, not this one. No. Why? Because I won't give you the access. I won't give you the information that you would need to be able to try to ruin anything for me. To be able to even try to... Make my life on earth a living hell. Nope, you will not. And that's uh, my spiel on today's topic, Secret Animosity. So today's topic is about the dark side's attack on the Colonial Pipeline. So currently, as of today, May the 12th, 2021. The group Dark Side has attacked, performed a hack on uh, the data of the Colonial Pipeline, causing the pipeline to shut down temporarily for about a week. Um, the Dark Side has somehow managed to break into or breach the system of the pipeline, the Colonial Pipeline infrastructure and capture data belonging to Colonial. That data was then encrypted and Colonial was forced to either meet the demands of the dark side, which is to pay them a ransom if They seek to restore their services or not pay the dark side and pretty much ignore the issue, which will lead to the pipeline being shut down for who knows when and gas to be pretty much backed up, causing stress and tension at the gas pumps. So one of the things, one of the key points that's intriguing to me is that the dark side hackers demanded a ransom of pretty much millions of dollars in order to return or decrypt the data, Colonia's data. This brings definitely brings some insight on Colonial's uh, security system, their data security system and infrastructure, as well as some insights on the vulnerabilities with Colonial's system and potentially many other companies and other agencies data vulnerability infrastructure. So it it does bring highlight to the need for risk analysis and assessment um, for companies and individuals to be more aware and beef up their security system as it pertains to sensitive information. Another key point um, is... What does this open the doors for? As of today, it has been reported that Colonial did pay the dark side hackers $4 million. And in question is, did they pay them $4 million or did they pay them $4 million in cryptocurrency? And so that's still a little vague. Um, and we're still... Just kind of keeping close to see exactly what was paid and how it was paid. Um, but that also brings insight on if Colonial did pay the dark side hackers, how did they pay them? And the route that they did pay them, that they took to pay them, is that route trackable? Can we trace that route back to the main source and Exploit this group, exploit the hackers, pretty much identify who each agent is, and get a better hold on the dark side, as well as any future potential um, hacking agents. And so there's a lot of areas that needs to be explored in this current uh, crisis. And another key point is, what does this open the door for? Because by paying the hackers to release the sensitive data back to the company, are we setting the precedence that when hackers do attack, the only risk assessment or analysis solution is to pay them off? Because then we could find ourselves in an ongoing battle of paying off hackers to pretty much keep away. As opposed to setting up, better beefing up our security systems and making it almost almost impossible for a hacker to break in. To capture any information, to decrypt or to encrypt any information. To put us in such a vulnerable state where we will find ourselves in a financial burden. And so these are these are the topics and just points that are of major concern as today when it comes to the IT field and especially data security of companies, corporate, even government agencies. Um, it definitely brings highlight to the fact that the day and age we live in, it is, it's not an option, it's not a privilege, it is a need, it is a nece- necessity for us to build these walls, to build these these layers of protection, not just for corporate agencies and government agencies, but to even ensure the public and anyone who manages and, and Collects data of whether it be individuals or other uh, corporate agencies, other uh, or even a government agency. It's it's vital that we have these protections in place and these these rules and these these guidelines that will better mitigate um, issues as it pertains to potential hackers retrieving information that should not be accessible. And so this is definitely a big, a huge, huge moment for cybersecurity in general. But more importantly, it is also very, very important for people in general to know how important it is that our systems are protected, are highly secure. And we can guarantee that their data, their information that we collect cannot be Access by external forces, cannot be exploited by external forces, forces cannot be pretty much used maliciously for any, any reason or any cause. And so we're going to keep following the story and following um, just this issue and other possible issues that will arise from the dark side hackers attack on Colonial Pipeline. So today's topic is about people, basically people, and one of the things that um, I guess I want to say, I don't want to say bother me, but like basically why I choose not to have conversations with people, and it's mostly around the topic of the five W's, which if you don't know what the five W's are, I'll break it down. The five W's are who, what, when, where, and why. Good job. So, good job. So, one thing I notice about people, and when it comes to the five W's, people in, in conversations, pardon me, people will have a conversation with you or almost anybody and everybody, and they'll choose four of the five W's to bring up in the conversation and neglect the fifth W. Here's my example. You'll have a person who, you know, might come up to you. I've had this. I don't know about anybody else, but I've had a person not even sometimes come up to you. Sometimes they'll go to other people. You know, you'll have a person come up to you or to other people and they'll talk about what a person did they'll talk about who that person is what they did when it happened where they were at the time that it happened and they'll go through great length and details on the who what when and where and completely leave out just completely neglect the why now I bring this up because I think it's so important, you know, people feel some type of way sometimes when people stop talking to them, stop engaging with them, stop interacting with them, completely just ignore them or may even just outright reject them, turn them down, just, you know, just disassociate with them and they'll go around on like this, what some might call like a smear campaign or a hate campaign, but basically they'll go around and they'll discuss with whoever's ears are open and listening. They'll discuss about who this person was, what they did, when they did it, you know, where it all happened. They'll go through all these great details about the who, what, when, and where. But then when it comes down to the why, you'll never hear them discuss the why. And so, for example, let's take, you know, an example of a person. You know, say this person started, you know, used to be friends with this. I'll use myself as an example. This person used to be friends with me. Things happened, time went on, and all of a sudden, you know, I just, you know, decided, you know, that relationship just wasn't serving any value or purpose or any, you know, constant forward or upward movement in my life. So I just decided, you know, okay, well, I'm just going to move forward you know, without that person in my life or without, you know, constantly engaging or involving yourself with that person. And so you'll have that person who, you know, try to reach out every now and then and be like, okay, why isn't this person talking to me? Why haven't they responded to my message? Okay, well, I saw they post this, or I saw them say this and do this and that, but they haven't, you know, basically show me any attention or any response or any care in the world. And then you say, like, this person then goes around and starts Talking to whoever would listen about, oh, you know, well, such and such, you know, did this, or I saw them do this and they just stopped doing this. Where was the blue car? The blue car? I see a blue car over there. Try that blue. You see that blue car over there? You want that blue car? I'm not sure where the other blue car went. And so you'll have them, sorry, that's one of my kids. So basically, you'll have them, like, you know, just basically going what I sometimes I like to call like a smear campaign because they'll go talk to any and everybody who is willing to hear it out listen and even like go as far as to engage and like some take it real petty and far and be like oh yeah well we need to start telling everybody about this person and how they did this And, and basically like just trying to shoot your name reputation how people see you view you perceive you just shoot it as far down as they possibly can because somewhere in their mind They believe whatever you have done or have not even done, sometimes you don't have to do anything, but they'll believe in their mind that in some way or form you were wrong or you have wronged them in some way. And to some extent, I guess, you know, people have the right to feel what they feel. You know, if they feel like they've been wrong, they have the right to feel that way. But my biggest issue is when they neglect the why and when people don't push people to discuss the why. In school, elementary, we are taught from, you know, young age. I want to say maybe like fifth grade. You know, when you had those book readings and you had to go through the whole five W's. We're taught like, you know, discuss the who, the what, the when, the where, and the why. And I don't see that a lot in like almost any and every scenario. Whether it be like your personal life or your work life or your, you know, whatever. Friends, families, it doesn't matter. Like, I just see it all over the board. We're taught these things as young kids growing up to, you know, identify the five W's. But then in life, you'll see people neglect the fifth W, the why, the And you don't see a lot of people pushing people or encouraging people to address the why. You know, you'll hear people talk about this person is this and, so, and, so, and this and blah, blah, blah. And they'll identify the person and then what happened and all this kind of stuff. But then they won't say or discuss why did that happen? Why did that happen? What did you presume was the reason for that happening? If you felt like this person neglected you or pushed you away or kicked you out, why? Why do you think that? Why do you think that they would do that? you know and I just feel like we need to encourage people to to really because what it does is it it causes people to do a self-reflection had them look back at themselves and ask themselves well wait why would that person do that you know it'll make them just self-reflect like okay did I do something did I say something should I probably approach them in a different manner or should I maybe just Instead of having this conversation with this person and that person, maybe should I have that this conversation with the exact person and try to find out why? And you don't see people do that. At least I don't see people do that enough, honestly. You know, And even when they go to different people to discuss the nature of what happened, who it was, and things of that nature, um, they... You know, I don't see people who are involved in those conversations sometimes encouraging those same people to be like, you know, okay, well, why? Just why? Why, why would someone, you know, why? Why do you think? Or did you discuss this exact thing that you're saying and discuss it to me? Did you bring this exact conversation to them and just ask why? And I just feel like there's a, another level of maturity and another level of growth when you can either one yourself and you know do the self reflect yourself and just ask yourself why or two, someone encourage you to do it you know someone encourages you to you know self reflect or think about the situation maybe in greater depth before you you know just automatically assume okay in some form which way or whatever somebody wronged me and now I'm gonna go tell Bob and Jilly Jean and whoever else that, you know, this person did this on this day when we were here doing whatever, you know, like just, I feel like it's important for people to like discuss the why, because I think a lot of times if that was the case, people could start breaking down barriers and just start addressing things that are much more deeper important. In opposed to just always wanting to discuss or talk about, you know, oh, this person did this and made me feel that way or they didn't do this. And, you know, I just feel like it avoids conflict and it probably even defeats conflict. And so that was just something that was on my mind that I wanted to discuss and kind of just get out there. Because I think we need to, as as a society, as a community, we need to encourage people. We need to encourage people to self-reflect. We need to encourage people to, if you, there's an issue or you feel like there's an issue or, or a barrier or avoid, self-reflect and approach the individual. And if you can't approach the individual and you feel like you have to go to, you know, speak to a third party or this person, that person, just encourage yourself or even allow them to encourage you to ask yourself why. Because the more we self-reflect, just the more you self-reflect, the more in tune you become with yourself and possibly even with other people. And I just noticed for myself, like, it allows me to avoid a lot of conflict. Like, I'm I'm not a person who enjoys conflict. I don't want to be in conflict, but when I find myself in conflict, a lot of times by the end of the conflict or sometimes even the middle of the conflict, I'm asking myself, okay, why? Why is this going on? Why is this happening? Or why did this person say this? Or why did this person do that? And you know, I just start thinking a lot, doing a lot of self-reflecting, reflecting to kind of figure out, you know, figure out things as much as I could figure it out on my own. But, but yes, that is, the the topic that I wanted to discuss and it was simply on the nature of the five W's in conversations and when it just comes to people in general and why a lot of times I choose not to have like deep conversations with people or get too involved or engaged with people especially in in moments or matters where it's like conflict it's just I've noticed and I've just found myself a lot of times noticing that you know people they'll touch on the four w's and f- totally forget or neglect the fifth w and they'll be okay with just running around throughout life just you know always focusing on the first four w's and just never addressing or paying any minor attention to the fifth w the why you know and so yep that's my discussion for today peace <laughs>